You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help. Providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. What's good, people? Welcome into another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. On today's show, we're going to talk about getting paid for speaking engagements. Now, I want to be clear, and I'm not saying getting paid from the actual event, you know, because this is the thing when it comes to public speaking most events are free most events are free like you're not getting paid to speak that's just reality but there's a way you can still make money and generate revenue and that's what we're going to talk about today so the first thing you got to understand is that when you are speaking you need to have a talk that's the most important thing first like you have to have something of value to say and when i mean something of value you need to provide a solution to the audience This is where I've gotten in a lot of debates and arguments with speaker coaches and other speakers and professionals and stuff. And there are people who are smarter than me in this particular area. Let me just say that I'm not putting this out like I'm some expert. I just have a very specific system that has been very, very valuable for me and my brand when it comes to public speaking. Now, when I say create your talk, you got to have a speech that is, first of all, it's not something you memorize word for word. I'm not saying that you're not writing a song here. But the whole point is you should have a key moral. You should have uh, maybe some stories. Those are always useful. Um, And then very, very key elements to your talk that drive your main point home. Right. There should be a major solution and then specific steps that need to be taken to reach that solution. Because if you have a business, let's just say you're a uh, less. I like to go with health because it's relatable to everybody. Let's say that you're a fitness coach, right? You should be getting paid to speak at events. And I don't mean paid by the event. I'm going to go through this entire episode using this health fitness coach as an example. So ride with me on this, right? First of all, if you're a health coach, your talk should be based around how you can live a healthier lifestyle or how you can lose weight or how you can get in shape, whatever you want it to be, right? You could choose a multitude of those topics. Then you list out three to five key steps that the audience must take to reach that result so if your solution is example you want to help them you know lose weight in 30 days or something like that or i would say live a healthier lifestyle you want to help the audience live a healthier lifestyle what are three things they need to do to live a healthier lifestyle okay now that you got those three things written out let's break it down even further when you have those element number one element number two and number three Add in a story to each one, add in a different action step with each one, and then boom, you got a very powerful talk that's about 30 to 45 minutes, which most of the free events will be. 
that's step one to have a great, great talk set up to where it's very clear the value that you're providing to that audience. And I say this first because you have to do this part in the very, very beginning. And let me preface all of this. too. I, I got to put this up here, too. If you don't have a product or a service yet, you shouldn't be running to do this part. I see a lot of people that are like, I want to speak publicly or I want to do motivational talks. I'm a motivational speaker. Sounds good. It all sounds good. But if you are not in the position yet, like you don't have products yet, you don't have any sort of brand. If you aren't becoming known for any one thing, if you can't provide a solution. And I said this when I was speaking in my guy, uh, Charles's mastermind. If you don't have a solution you provide to the world, a very clear solution, you should not be speaking on stage. You cannot say I'm a motivational speaker. You're not a speaker that that doesn't qualify for anything. The key is to have a very specific topic, a specific solution you provide for a specific type of person and then tie the motivation into that. So if I'm talking about podcasting, I can still motivate and inspire the audience. If I'm talking about living a healthier lifestyle, I can still inspire and motivate the audience. That's what the goal should be. You know, you shouldn't base your entire brand around motivation and stuff. That's just empty, man. I'll be honest with you. Those days of self-help, it's gone. You know, that well has run dry. And most people don't want it because they realize it's a waste. Now, I will say motivation and inspiration still has a place in whatever you're doing. So it's still going to be valuable. But if your entire brand is built around just that, then it's going to be really hard for you to survive out here. Because when you go on stage and talk, they're going to realize it's empty. When you go, go and write a book, they, people won't buy it. They're going to say, oh, this is just another self-help book. And it's empty. It's empty. You don't want that, right? So you can tie motivation and inspiration into what you're talking about, but that can't be your entire brand, fam. Not in 2021 and beyond. Like, we're way past that. We, we've had enough of those. So crafting the talk is first. And obviously, there are more elements into it. I won't bore you with all that on this episode. But if you do want more solutions, if you want me to break this down even further in depth, I got a pre-sale right now on the paid speaking strategy system. It's my method for getting paid from events. Now, again, this isn't some long drawn out program like this is super, super short and quick, sweet, straight to the point. Like I'm helping you get paid from those free speaking events when, you know, the companies don't want to pay you and you know, they may not have the budget for it, or especially when you're doing virtual events, you know, when you're doing virtual events, there's a way to get paid. And I'm just showing you the system for it, man. That's all. If you want more in depth and you want to build a career as a public speaker and all of that and make a hundred thousand dollars a year as a public speaker, I'm not the guy for you. I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. That is not what this is for. Um, this is for the people who have a personal brand and want to get paid to talk on stage. Simple. So, the second step after you've crafted that talk is now you got to figure out where you're going to get on stage. Now you need to come up with a plan for how you're going to get these opportunities. And I can tell you virtual events are slept on, man. Most people and I know a lot of public, professional public speakers. I know thousands of them now, and they are against doing virtual events because their entire strategy is reliant on being in the room, right? These are the people that sell from stage. When they're talking on stage, you feel very motivated and inspired, right? You feel all hyped up and it's good, but it's because you're in the room in that space. 
But what they're saying really isn't that impactful for you. That's the truth. That's the truth of it. That's why they need that table in the back room, back of the room so they can sell. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a strategy that a lot of speakers use where their entire talk is centered around selling a product. And part of that process is they talk and they talk and at the end, they try to pressure you to get up and go to the back of the room to buy whatever product they're selling at the event. Now, this strategy is not how it's supposed to go. This doesn't work this way. And we've had people like CoffeeZilla and Spencer Cornelia on YouTube really attack these fake gurus or some of them are real gurus. Like some of them really know what they're talking about, but they have terrible sales tactics. And you don't need that when you're doing virtual events. Like if that's what your entire business is relying on, it won't last because people don't want that. That's just the truth. So virtual events are still profitable. And the first thing you can do to get on stage more, I can tell you this is use social media, obviously like connect with people, build relationships. That's always going to make it easier for you when you know the right people. When you know the right people, good things just are going to happen for you. Opportunities come to you. Um, I was watching Ava and Preach the other day and they made a really good comment that basically was saying when you get richer, the more money you make, the less things you actually have to pay for because people are paying for your influence. And it's the same thing with relationships. The more relationships you have and the more connects you have, the more valuable you become in the marketplace because you're connected to so many people. You just become extremely valuable and opportunities come to you and they find you. You don't even have to do anything. It just pops up. It'll fall in your lap. I guarantee it. So that's the most important thing when it comes to connecting. And I would say as far as a number, I personally aim to do one to two of these talks every month because it's something that will grow your brand. And obviously you know how to get paid from it. It becomes really profitable. So much so public speaking could become a revenue stream, not particularly a revenue stream where you're getting paid from events. So let me not say, let me rephrase that. It could be a lead generation tool, a very high yielding lead generation tool because the leads you get when speaking are not leads you get from social media. It's different, right? Because these people are more engaged. They've seen you talk for 30 minutes or an hour. If it was a live event, they've shook your hand. They met you in person. It's a different level of engagement, you know? If they just follow you on Twitter and then they click the link in your bio and then complete the form and now you're a mailing list, it's not as much engagement there. But if they saw you talk for 30 minutes even and at the end you did a Q&A, you answered their question, it was really helpful. Now they have more questions. When that person signs up, they're a hot lead. That's what public speaking gets you is hot and warm leads really really powerful connections with people that is honestly it's just profitable it's profitable and it's great for your brand because those are the people that become the biggest supporters they will buy every product you put out they'll buy every book every course every coaching program and sometimes they won't even use them all they just buy it just to support you and that's what you know you have a really strong brand so the last step is to get into creating and this is something i call the hallway method the hallway if you don't aren't aware is you know um i'm not talking about the hallway on clubhouse i'm talking about the hallway at live events if you've never been to a big live event it's like you'll go from one room to another room and in each different room there's somebody else talking on stage something happening it's an event so everybody is there for the same per kind of the same purpose um and everybody's in the same industry at least and 
it's a lot of conversations happening, a lot of handshaking, you know, all of that stuff. If you spoke at an event when you're in the hallway, that is one of the biggest opportunities to sell. One of the biggest and any real public speaker can tell you that that's where you can make the most of your money. Because when you go on stage and you talk again, if you're not selling from stage and you're focused on solutions only and you use all of your time to only help people, just strictly help them. What will happen is when you get off stage, people will be waiting to talk to you. And I kid you not, this happened to me. I went into one of the spaces and I got a chance to talk on stage and it was amazing. And it was great. It was maybe like eight to 12 people waiting in a line to talk to me. And when I say a line, I mean a literal single file line waiting to talk to me. And all those people wanted to buy, well, not specifically buy something from me, but they wanted more help, which means they wanted to buy from me. And it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling too, honestly, to know that I could actually help people so much on such a high level. Um, and then when I went into another room, um, shout out to Albin Brook. He's um, over at uh, Buzzsprout. Um, Albin was on stage talking and I was in the front row. Then he actually mentioned me while he was on stage speaking. And the funniest thing is after he finished his talk, it was about 20 people waiting in line to talk to me. Just waiting, just standing there waiting. As I'm talking to one person, I see more people lining up behind them because they had questions. Everybody had their phone out and trying to get my email and all kind of stuff. And that leads me to this point. Like I said, we're talking about the products, right? When I'm at events, I have products for sale. I don't go to my go to events with the intention to sell my most expensive product. That's stupid. Reason being is because most people probably paid to be at that event. Even if it's a virtual event that's free, you know, you can't expect people to come out the pocket a thousand dollars right there. Well, you can depending on your event, right? If you're in sales or you're at a high level CEO level or something like that, something with lawyers, accountants, doctors and stuff, then a thousand dollars is an ideal offer. It makes sense. Cool. But for most people in most events we're talking about, if it's a business event, if it's a, a networking meetup or something like that, and you're speaking there, um, don't expect people to come out of the pocket a thousand dollars right there on the spot. No, 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 no. And there's a lot of psychology behind this, but what you really want is a no brainer offer. You want something that's so good. They will be stupid to say no right there. That's how good your offer should be. So part of setting that up is pricing, right? What are they getting? And then what does it cost? It needs to be super inflated value and honestly not even inflated because it's like it's things you actually created you actually built that already have helped other people if you have digital products that should be in there if you are a high level consultant that should be in there too and what you do is you bundle everything up and you sell it at that event now this is really 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 profitable for your brand because now you have people that are in line to talk to you. Like I said, it's 20 people in line, right? Out of those 20 people, if I have an offer for, let's just say 150 bucks. No, not every person is going to buy. That's just sales. You know, every person is going to buy, which is cool. But let's just say I get, you know, five, or, let's just say I get five people, five out of 20. That small little offer will take care of my entire trip. Anything I paid to get there, I made it back that fast because i was prepared to sell right I, that's why i say every event you speak at you should be making at least a thousand dollars at the very minimum 
because you should have your, your bigger offers, obviously, that are already set up and um, proven and ready to go. But then you also should, should have a special offer, your hallway offer, just for the event. And there are a ton of other strategies that go into this, man, that really, really help you uh, be profitable. But uh, th my whole point here is I want you to understand you can make money from every event, whether they pay you to be on stage or whether you're just there to build brand. Like, I, I hate this idea. Um, I hate to say it like this, but it's just the truth. The whole get paid what you're worth movement is good, but to some extent it's kind of bad because it's holding people back because everybody's putting money ahead of everything else. When sometimes exposure is good. Sometimes exposure is valuable. Sometimes the exposure you get is worth more than they're willing to pay you. Like, let's be real. If they told you, yeah, you could pay, uh, we'll, we'll pay you a thousand dollars to speak here. Sounds great. But at that same event, they might tell you, oh, since we paid you, then you can't do a ton of these things. We won't post you on our website. We're not going to allow you to market this way. We're not going to allow you to say th these things on stage because that's what happens a lot of the time. When you get paid, you're now restricted from doing certain things. I personally rather not get paid and then bet on myself because I know I'm just that good. That's the truth. So the fight against speaking for free is honestly it's asinine because you're stopping yourself from betting on you when you speak for free and you have freedom to market how you want to to promote how you want to to um and honestly most of the time you have a pretty lengthy time to talk to you get extra time for q a and that's another pro tip right there i'm gonna give you a pro tip always do q a always because if i talk for 30 minutes after that talk if i have a slideshow especially People will want to ask questions. If I talk for 30 minutes, that's a lot of time for me just talking. You're going to have more questions, which is great. So I'm going to leave time at the end just so I can answer questions. So if my actual time to talk is 35 minutes, I'm going to talk for 25. And then I'm using that last 10 minutes for Q&A. Because what happens is those same people in line to ask questions, they'll ask a ton of questions the whole time, as much time as there. And then once it's over, they're, if it's a virtual event, they're sending you messages. If it's a live event, they're standing in a line to talk to you. And those are the people that start buying. So really, you just have to be strategic and prepared if you want to be successful with live events. You have to be really prepared for this. Um, and you have to be willing to put the audience before you, willing to put the viewers and listeners ahead of your wants because if you go in there your only intention is to make money from them and to sell them some stuff you're not gonna make it notice i said be prepared because some events you go to some people may not want to buy right then cool that's fine you still do the traditional call to action follow me here here's my email to ask any questions you do that but what will happen is that same person they may not buy that weekend or that day but then they come back two weeks later a month later hey i saw you at so-and-so events i'm ready to buy this now and that's when you hit them with the oh well, this product that was a, an event only special so now the price is over here it's changed because you know i just ran that for the event so i can provide as much value as possible on the spot and people are understanding like oh i missed out on the sale oh that's too bad and then they still buy something so i'm not telling you to go in there with the intention to sell something right on stage i'm not saying that I believe your intention should be to provide value and solutions to the audience first.
Because once you do that, selling is the easiest thing in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the personal branding playbook. Now I have the, um, the speaking product that's on sale right now, link in the description below. It's only a hundred bucks right now. I'm going to be tripling the price in a few weeks. Make sure you get access to it. Now, again, we're just going to go more in depth on how do you build that talk? I want to show you how to set something up. So you're on stage and you're prepared. How do you make slides and all of that? Um, and then also, how do you get on stage? You know, how do you get more events? How do you get these opportunities? Um, I can tell you my system worked very well because I've once COVID hit last year in 2020, I did maybe over 30 events. I did so many I had to stop. I didn't have time to do anything else. So I had to stop. That's how many opportunities I had. So I'm going to give you that system as well. And then we're going to work on your products. Um, now, again, this isn't for people who are trying to make a career out of public speaking. I want to be clear about that. This is for the people who want to use their personal brand to bring us extra revenue. So check that out. First link in the description below. I'm Coach Chris, and I will see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.